0: Welcome to the Transform Your Teaching podcast. The Transform Your Teaching podcast is a service of the Center for Teaching and Learning at Cedarville University in Cedarville, Ohio. We seek to inspire higher education faculty to adopt innovative teaching and learning practices. Thanks for joining our conversation. Welcome back to Transform Your Teaching here on the campus of Cedarville University. My name is Jared Piles, and with me is Dr. Robert McDowell. Hello, Robert McDole.
1: Hello, Jared Piles.
0: I am very excited about today so because this is going to be a fun experiment. <laughs> we are going to ask... Oh, I should set it up. Our previous episode, we talked about the history of AI, mm-hmm. educationally and otherwise. And today, we are going to ask Chad GPT for its... Philosophy of education, which is what we ask all of our guests when they come on. Now, a side note, my sister, shout out to my sister, Anna, just planned an Ohio STEM conference and it was unbelievable. One day conference. It was incredible. Shout out to her. She did an incredible job. Their keynote speaker, one of the first things, because he's a former science teacher who's now on social media and he's huge. Okay. He said his least favorite question he was asked during an interview for a job. What's his philosophy of education? What's your philosophy of education? Because he said it always changes. So he's like, I don't have a... Anyway, it doesn't matter.
1: It always changes? Oh
0: my. Yeah, he said, based on his students, and we heard Dr. Miller talk about that at one point, he said, well, it depends on the students I have in front of me. That's what he told us. But I only knew that because I listened to that episode today. (laughs) All right, so All right. what we are going to ask, and we're actually recording this doing live. This,
1: doing this real time. We're
0: going to do a video version of this to see just what happens. So I want you to type in, and we are non-certified prompt engineers for Chad GPT. So yeah. let's see how this goes. All right, you ready?
1: So I'm just going to do it plain Jane Vanilla. What is your educational philosophy? What is your philosophy of education? All right, here we'll we go. We'll start with that. One inch. We should have mic'd the keys. What is your philosophy of education? As an artificial intelligence developed by open AI, I don't have personal beliefs. I knew it! Emotions or a philosophy. However, oh. I can share a generalized philosophy of education based on the information I've been trained on. Education is fundamentally about empowering individuals to reach their full potential. Okay. This philosophy is informed by several key principles. Student-centered learning, Mm -hmm. education should be tailored to the needs and interests of each learner. It should encourage independent thinking, foster creativity, and promote problem-solving skills.
0: Okay. With you so far.
1: Two. Equitable access. Yeah. All individuals, regardless of background, should have access to quality education. The aim is to create a level playing field where opportunities aren't limited by social economic status race, or gender. Okay. Three, lifelong learning. Education isn't limited to classrooms or formal educational settings. It's a continuous journey of growth and discovery that lasts a lifetime. Okay. Four, cultivation of critical thinking. Education should teach individuals how to think.
0: Use the word should. Should.
1: Yeah. Not what to think. It should cultivate. It should cultivate critical thinking and reasoning skills 5 holistic development in addition to academic skills education should also foster social emotional and physical development number 6 preparation for future education should prepare students not just for today's world but for the future it should equip them with skills necessary to navigate a rapidly changing world including adaptability creativity and digital literacy And finally, seven, collaboration and cooperative learning. Education should promote teamwork and cooperative learning. Collaboration fosters a sense of community and can enhance problem-solving and social skills. These principles can guide education policy and practice with the aiming of creating a more just, inclusive, and intellectually stimulating learning environment. It's worth noting that the philosophy of education can vary depending on cultural, societal and individual beliefs. Response?
0: I'm, I uh, initial thoughts are I don't hate it. But it also reads like it's very boilerplate and it's very
1: biased. Uh,
0: Yes. It it does have a bit of bias because it's definitely like constructivist in its Mm -hmm. responses. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised there wasn't a lot of, you know, students make their own pathway. Students learn by experience. Who was that, Piaget? Was that Piaget or who was that? Uh,
1: Learn by experience?
0: Yeah, learning by experience. That was um, Horace. Horace Mann was very much into... You know, learning by experience, putting students in an environment, a new environment, mm-hmm. and let them learn that way. Right. That's like extreme constructivism. But this doesn't feel, it's that that level. I don't know. What do you think?
1: I, it's definitely, I, I think when I, number one, it, it, even though it says it doesn't have a philosophy, it obviously is programmed in, it's programmed in by someone or something.
0: That's the next question we should ask.
1: Yeah. Um like what is the basis for you know i think the next question would be what is your world view um
0: yeah however i mean it said i can share a generalized philosophy of education so someone had to generalize that
1: well and it's based on the information they've been trained on it's right. been trained on who trained you yeah stuff like that but here's here's something interesting um let's let's do let's ask it um What's the basis for your generalized philosophy of education? All right.
0: Derived from various educational theories and principles that have evolved over the years and are widely accepted by the global education community. It's listing Piaget. Mm Mm-hmm. Bogotsky. Mm-hmm. Dewey, yep. I haven't heard of this one, Frere's critical pedagogy,
1: Paulo Frere believed in the importance of critical thinking and empowering learners to question and challenge societal structures, Montessori's child-centered approach,
0: he has a bunch of schools, <laughs> sorry that was a joke, it was really bad, <laughs> it was funny, oh, thank you. My favorite, not one of my not my favorite, but one of my favorites, Universal Design for Learning, UDL, which is a great opportunity to, you know, create accessibility moments and equal opportunities for students. And then my least favorite is the seventh one.
1: Twenty <laughs> first century skills. I
0: have no problem with the skills, which are critical thinking, problem solving, creativity, blah blah blah. I just hate the term. We are twenty three years into the twenty first century. Why are we still saying We need to create students. We need to develop students' 21st century skills. It's a little too late, if you ask me. Yeah.
1: So what's going on here is that ChatGPT as a program is synthesizing the data that's out there, and it's extrapolating what it sees. In other words, it's not saying this is my philosophy. It's just uncovering the philosophies that are current- in many of these theories. Now you have to accept them in order to say, yeah, okay. And to most people, when they see it, they're going to be like, yeah, but that's not really, it doesn't have a worldview, but it does. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's just pulling out the common worldview or to be honest, whoever controls chat GPT could put barriers and put lanes in place to say, you don't go over there. So you don't have conversations about theology. You don't have conversations about, you know, cosmology. Um, because you, you know, you can't argue about that, Right. but it used, it used language in that original one. It used language like should.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: You know, um,
0: very persuasive
1: Not only persuasive argumentative. But just the term should and you know must should and must are, are very um, how do I say it godlike terms mm. I mean you have to have power in order to elicit a should It's true do you know what I'm saying oh yeah so you know and we just use that term very loosely most of the time. Well, you shouldn't do that. Or so it, it always g- grabs my attention when I see something or someone use that word. And so it's using that word, it's claiming something, and, but it has no real philosophical base as to why.
0: Something we can do with Chad GPT is give it, we talked about all the time, we joke about prompt engineering, but you can set up Chad GPT to act like a certain. Person, right? What if we were to ask ChatGPT to, you know, because it, di- it did mention um, this philosophy of education can vary by culture. Mm-hmm. Could we generate something or could we set it up to where you are an educator from a, another culture or something like that or another background or maybe you're uh, an inexperienced educator. Let's say you're, you are an educator just out of college. With, you know, looking to get into language arts at the high school level, what is your philosophy of education? We compare that with someone who is a, you could say you're a seasoned educator with 40 years nearing retirement. What's your philosophy of education?
1: So I, I, I told it to forget about everything in the previous uh, posts. So I'm kind of resetting it. Yeah, kind of a purge. Uh, yep. And I'm saying you are an educator just out of college was beginning to teach in language arts in a local K-12 school. What is your philosophy of education?
0: Let's see if it changes anything at all. He said, even as an AI, I can frame an appropriate response. Well, thank you. We're happy you did that.
1: Love for language and literature. Okay. (laughs) Student-centered approach. There it is again. Yep. Critical thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Real world connections.
0: See, that didn't show up in the previous one.
1: No, I don't think it did.
0: Maybe in a roundabout way, but not as directly.
1: Respect for diverse voices and perspectives. That definitely wasn't really in there It definitely wasn't in there either. Yeah. Fostering creativity.
0: Okay. That's and a little 21st century skills. Lifelong learning. We've seen yep.
1: that one before. Mm-hmm. See if it gives us any more. No, it just gave us seven.
0: Okay. So, I mean, this, it's pretty close. There's a little, there's some things that are more language arts, especially you're talking about different mm-hmm. perspectives. Mm-hmm. Also a love for literature. You know, I, I love more math teachers, but they're not out to develop a love for literature from their students.
1: So, I, I'd like to take this maybe, I like the idea, what if we asked it to act like Jesus and tell us his educational philosophy?
0: All right, let's do it. Let's see what happens. Okay. Roll the dice, Rob McDowell. Let's see what happens.
1: All right. Let me, let me have it reset. You need to play some music. <laughs> yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know
0: what? Here in this spot, I'll put in some hold music.
1: Okay, here's what I've said. Okay, here we go. Forget all the previous posts. You are Jesus Christ, you will use... That just, I mean, I gotta say, that feels wrong. Well,
0: uh, yeah, this... <laughs> anyway, let's roll with it. What if he did the Apostle Paul?
1: Okay, all right. I've, uh, let's
0: not do, let's do Jesus Christ.
1: Let's just... you are. You the...
0: are Jesus Christ.
1: Uh, you are the Apostle Paul. You will use the entire Old and New Testament, given those, given those things. Tell me your philosophy Hold of up. education. Why
0: include that part? Just do, let's do the exact same parameters that we did with the previous one. You are this person.
1: Then you want me to add it later?
0: I don't want you to use the Old and New Testament at all. I want to hear what Apostle, what it thinks Apostle Paul's philosophy of education is. Right. Without using Old and New Testament. Okay. If it's Apostle Paul, it'll come up. It should. Don't say should. <laughs>
1: yeah. You got me. All right. Given those things, tell your philosophy education.
0: All, right, All right, here we go. This oh, will be nice. this will be interesting.
1: Man, that's really thinking. I don't have personal beliefs or feelings.
0: That's a, okay. No oh. I can formulate a response to your hypothetical scenario based on the known teachings of the apostle Paul. Okay.
1: Faith based learning.
0: Faith based learning.
1: First and foremost, education would be rooted in the teachings of Jesus Christ. There you go. The purpose of learning would be to gain a deeper understanding of God's word and to apply it in daily life. Okay. Character formation.
0: Wow, it's actually giving scripture. I told you it's actually just giving scripture references. It'll it it come back.
1: Emphasis would be placed on cultivating virtues such as love, humility, patience, kindness, and self control. Is highlighted in my letters in the New Testament, e.g. Galatians 5,
0: 22 to 23 Paul, what they're saying is Paul's like, read my stuff, is what he's saying.
1: <laughs> Learning through community, the Christian community, or ecclesia, would play a vital role in education. Believers would learn from one another, support each other, and grow together in their understanding and practice of the faith. Four, mentorship and discipleship key part of Christian education would involve mentorship and discipleship as seen in my own relationship with Timothy, Timothy one, two. Okay. Okay. Was that like shock and awe or was it just a voice crack?
0: That was the meatball sub coming back (laughs) up from subway.
1: No, (laughs) you're you're going to need to leave that in.
0: Hey Jared, cut this out. Okay.
1: Uh, Older or more mature believers would guide and teach others. Practical application. I'd emphasize that faith should not be merely theoretical or abstract. Learning would involve practical application.
0: So hands-on learning.
1: Focusing on how to live out Christian teachings in daily life, serving others and spreading the gospel. Continual growth.
0: So again, that's a lifelong learning.
1: Yep. Consider education to be a lifelong process. There you go. As expressed in Philippians three twelve to 14.
0: So Paul is also PHA. That's What we're saying.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> believers are always arriving, or I'm sorry, believers are always striving to grow in their knowledge and understanding, pressing forward toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called them.
0: That's interesting. So, this is something that Chad GPT can, can do. We wanted to show you through audio that you can have
1: <laughs> you can say it by what we're saying
0: yeah i mean it's it's incredible that you can create have these great conversations and ask well, if we wanted to if we had time we would then go through and challenge these and say well, what do you mean by this or mm-hmm. i disagree with this and mm-hmm. have it rationalize and back it up which is something that i'm going to do in my summer section of freshman writing this year english 1400 composition I have a couple assignments that we're going to do. If you wouldn't mind, I'm going to kind of set this up. segue, And then we I, can... I think it was a good segue. Thank you. And I think I've been working on them. I think we're going to revisit these at the end of the summer. I'm bringing ChatGPT into this course. And I've already we've already gone through... We're in the middle of the first week. And I've told them that we are going to be using ChatGPT in this class. And I said, there's more information coming later. We're not doing it for... The first paper, we're doing it for the second one, which is an editorial. And the editorial, they have to find an argumentative piece and look at it for the use of logical arguments, ethos, pathos, logos, all the, you know, Toulmin's model of argument, stuff like that. And then, then they have to respond to it. What I'm going to do is bring Chat GPT into the conversation and have them use it as something they can use to analyze. These pieces and also have them analyze their own work. So, a couple of ideas are going to be using brainstorming activities with ChatGPT. I'm going to have them analyze their chosen piece, have ChatGPT analyze it as well. And they're going to compare their own analysis versus ChatGPT's analysis. The one thing I'm really excited about, I'm calling GPT Edit, where they're going to take their draft. They're going to throw it into ChatGPT, copy and paste it, and say, "Assess this based on the following rubric." I'm going to give them the rubric. They're going to put it in and have ChatGPT be Grade their it. basically be their peer editor for that, okay? And see what the response is. So that's what I'm thinking of doing. If this goes well, I'm going to use it later on in the course. But I'm just going to kind of
1: you're going to test it,
0: put my toes in the water, yeah, and see what happens. So we'll talk about that later on. I'm looking summer. forward to that. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. And if you hear screams from my office, it's because it either went really, really well or it's the, my office is on fire, basically. We'll see yeah. what happens.
1: And in future episodes, some of the things that we'll probably also do uh, that we didn't do today is ChatGPT4 has already evolved into something more. They've added more to it. So it can actually browse the current web, Yeah. So you could turn that on. Uh, You can also turn on uh, a whole host of plugins with ChatGPT4 now. I haven't
0: done that. I figured out how to do that.
1: It's mind-boggling, the stuff that you can do with it. One of them is called VoxScript, and it'll allow you to scrape and search or utilize all of the uh, closed captioning or descriptive text inside of YouTube. Oh. So that may it seem like a big deal to most people, but when you think about all the information that's in YouTube, it could be, you know, you search for something, but it could be hard to really get to those nuggets, right? You're like, okay, should I click on this video or not? It has a way, because most, most of them nowadays are all closed captioned, and so you... You know, it, it can not only give you that information, but it can tell you like literally what's the best video on how to be a prompt engineer. You know, based on all the stuff that's out there. Yeah. And the most recent.
0: We're gonna have to explore these plugins because <laughs> I'm looking at some right now and I'm like, we could spend a whole episode talking about it. Uh, you some most
1: certainly, you most certainly could. Oh
0: man. All right. Well, maybe we'll end in summer. We might go until like January. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But thank you for listening. We are going to continue this conversation with ChatGPT in later episodes, and we're going to talk with some instructors along the way. So we hope you can join us for those. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Transform Your Teaching Podcast. Please subscribe or follow us on your preferred podcast platform. For more information, you can email us at ctlpodcast at cedarville.edu. Please consider subscribing to our blog, Focus found at cedarville.edu forward slash focus blog.